Welcome back to Left on Red, presented by Go Loud with me, Julie Haynes. And me, Brenda Dinahy. How are you, Jewel? Good, love. Good. How are you? Good, good. We're going to kick it off this morning with a dilemma. Yeah, we got, it's a bit of a long email, so bear with. Well, hello, Julie and Brenda. I can't remember which episode of the pod made me think of this, but basically it's about my ex-best friend. Years ago, I started seeing one of my best friends. Let's call him Paul. Mad move, I know, but we got on so well. He was moving to Australia after a few months and it just worked and we decided to try long distance for a year. We just got on so well, we knew each other inside out. But my best friend at the time did not get along with him. He never said a bad word against her, but she never liked me meeting up with him. Anyways, after a few months in December, I couldn't get in contact with him. Three days, no text or call, which was unusual, as we used to speak twice or three times a day as well as text most of the days. I was thinking, is he going to surprise me coming home for Christmas? Then he rang me. I said, do you have any idea what you put me through the last 48 hours? His exact reply was, what you're going to go through in the next five minutes will be a lot worse. I just knew he had been with someone else. He said, I'm sorry, it meant nothing. I was gutted and obviously told my best friend, but she couldn't hold her piss. I love that saying. Mm. And told her fella and then word started to spread. I knew it must have come from her. Paul and I kept in contact and I knew he was hurt too. He told me anything I asked and even stayed home from a night out over there to avoid the girl he had been with. I knew my best friend would have bad-mouthed him more than ever, so I never told her. But about a week later, she brought it up telling me that he was parading his new girlfriend around over the weekend. A girl we knew in Australia had told her apparently, except the same girl was seeing Paul's brother and I knew she wouldn't spread something like that about him. I knew it was just this so-called friend trying to hurt me and steer me away from Paul. She didn't know I had been talking to him all this time and we had put it behind us and moved on. It felt like the more she tried to hurt me, the happier she was. Anyways, after about a year, Paul came home and we had a fantastic reunion. We all went out for a drink and towards the end of the night, I lost track of him. His brother told me that my friend had been the last to talk to him and that he had stormed off then. I found him crying, but he couldn't tell me what she said. She hurt him. After that, she was constantly making plans for me and her on weekends when I should have been spending time with Paul. And then she would make me feel guilty for not being with her and interrupt the nights I was with him with her issues, emotional breakdowns. I was sympathetic and would go to her, but the timing was always when I was with him or enjoying myself. On the night of my sister's wedding, Paul and myself had gone up to our room and she knew what we were at and was jealous. She called me in the middle of the night after that with another breakdown. This time I'd had enough and told her to get lost. I really don't think she will ever be happy unless she is making someone else miserable. From then on, our friendship fizzled out and I'm much happier. Paul and I now have three babies together, 16 years this year and are building a house. And on the cheating part, it was a kiss, a feckin' kiss that had happened. I presumed it was a ride, but he didn't correct me. I found out years later after I had forgiven him anyways. I always knew deep down he was a softie. I just wanted to tell your followers, some friends are toxic and think about who is in your life. Lots of love, M. Mm. 
Wow. I think we've all had kind of a toxic friend in our life, have you? Oh, yeah. again, kind of all women are, you know, mm. some they can't be bitches like. They can, but there's a certain odd ones who they love. Like, we all want to know if someone's doing the dirt on us, but a lot of the time there's some who get absolute high if something bad happens, yeah. Yeah, because they're so miserable behind their own closed door. Yeah. It just boils down to that, doesn't it? Yeah. And these two girls are not talking now. They're not friends anymore. They're not friends Cut anymore. Cut the card. Cut the card. And I suppose she's better off now because now look at her, she's happily, six, yeah. like, what, 16 years married or something or together yeah, and six, three kids and building yeah. a beautiful house. I feel I had certain friends before if something bad would have happened me or something. We'll say no, for example, if there was an article went up on me or something online and if there was a few bad comments or something, you know the way people are. Yeah. And you'd have someone taking a screenshot. Oh my God, you see this? So annoying. Do you know, like, that's not a good friend. Well, why don't you send me on the screenshot of the comment that says, fair play, Brenda, I love this article. You go, girl. Why aren't you sending me on that screenshot? Why are you sending me on the, the shishy one? There's some people who they just love the badness. There's some people, actually, that I, if something bad happens to me, there's certain people I won't tell because I know they'll get a high off it. I know, and they'd be all like, oh, she go, oh, I'd love you. Like, yeah. deep down, you're fucking weak you're out of your delighted. mind. You're delighted. Yeah. Absolutely delighted. Yeah, we definitely, all of us, I think all of us have toxic friends, men and women, um, definitely 100%, but what to do? Would you, if one of your friends was quite toxic towards you, would you be like, come here, drive on, girl? I think as you get older, you know the way as you get older, it's harder to make friends. And you know the way... I think as well, everyone's lives are so different. And then it's not that you, you're not friends with someone anymore. Everyone's lives just go in a different direction. Mm. And you have less in common with the friends you had, you were friends with 20 years ago. When you're in school, when your only worry was school and what you were going to yeah. wear on it. Like, you know, but now, like, I suppose we're all so different now between work and kids and family. It's, it's chaotic. It's chaotic as we get older. And I think a lot of people they would stay with the toxic friends just to be able to say, I have a friend. And to hold on to somebody and to have somebody to ring, even though you know, God, she's toxic, but I just mm. want to, I just want an outlet. I just want to ring somebody instead of a family member, you know. But yeah, it is hard. It is very hard. And as you said, it does get harder to make friends as we grow up. Yeah, I had a girl on to me there a couple of weeks ago and she was 46. She was working from home. Um, she'd moved to a new town and she said, I have no friends. I was really sorry for her. And then I was kind of telling her, like, go join a hiking group, join a football team, go to the gym, try and make friends there. I was like thinking of all these ways that she could try and help herself. And then she came back and she said, well, I have. And I just, they're all younger than me. And she said, I wish that someone like in their 40s would come along and like set up a group for people like me. And I just actually said, well, why don't you do it? Yeah, is she over in London as well? No, she's not in London. She's in Ireland. She's, yeah. I remember actually living in Australia and a lot of people used to travel from Ireland out to Australia on their own. Mm. So then they would put up a post. We had this like a Facebook group out there called Irish Living in Perth. And they would put up a post, be like, hey, just arrived last week. I am actually came out on my own. I know absolutely no one, anybody happy to meet up. The amount of comments on it, be like, I'm actually here as well. Like, I might have a partner or a boyfriend or whatever, but like, I've no interest in you. Yeah. Do you know, I want a girlfriend as well. And like, they'd have a meet up like once a week or once every, do you know? And it was lovely to see. So that's another thing as well is to have Facebook, social media is huge. Massive. Like, that's how we made friends is yeah. through Instagram and social media. Like, do you know? That's how I make a lot of friends now. And I know at the start it's a bit odd. You're like, how do you know that person? Oh, through Instagram because you're seeing them online. And then 
you've built up a relationship online with someone and yeah. then you're kind of meeting them. At the start, I used to think that was a bit weird then. Yeah, like, but it's, it's normal now, like, isn't it? So normal now. And I've made a load of friends from Instagram. And as well, like, as you said, you went, well, you went over to Perth as a, you were with someone at the time. No, I went over to two other girls. Okay, yeah, right. Yeah, and like that, I was actually in Reardon's, all right? I yeah. was just after breaking up with my, my, my ex-boyfriend. And I was in Reardon's with a few of the girls. And this girl that I didn't see for years came in and uh, she was pretty drunk like and she came over she was like Julie what's the story I was like come here what's going on with you she's like I'm just after booking Australia I was like oh my god I'd always wanted to go girl and I didn't see her now in the air she goes yeah. come the next day I booked it oh my god a girl gosh. I didn't see now we were friendly like I didn't see her in so long we used to work together I was like come along she goes I'm actually going out there on my own her sister her older sister was out there she was married and all at this stage with a child she's like I'd have no interest with her she was like come on for the crack so I goes you know what feck it I will booked it the next day so then I put up my Facebook oh my god I'm after booking Australia cannot wait we're going in six months then my ex-boyfriend's nephew's ex-girlfriend texted me and was like Julie I always wanted to go to Australia can I come along oh my god that's so, amazing like, this is my ex-boyfriend who we just broke up yeah. with his nephew's ex-girlfriend who I still talk to on Facebook yeah. text, me, text me and was like Julie I'd always wanted to go now that I'm out of a relationship with John we call him can I come along as well? That is such a good story. And the two story. girls didn't even know each other. And they're probably great friends. We're all best friends. We live together. We did everything together out in Australia. It's just, it's amazing. Like it's That's so... Power of social media. Yeah. And that was back years ago. That was just Facebook days. Yeah, I just Facebook put up a post. Starting like, out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Mm. Well, I when I was moving over to London the on my own, the big thing for me I used to get was, do you know anyone? I was like, absolutely no one. Now, the people I was going staying with, I kind of knew them for a while. Yeah. But like, when it came to people my own age or anything like that and work, knew absolutely no one. And a lot of people were kind of like, that's a bit mad, you know, no one you go over there. was like, I will make friends. Mm. And I think the big thing, if you want to make friends, like I remember going, I was there two weeks and I was like, right, I have to make friends. And I remember trying to find a football club and I found the football club and I was like, this will be a great way now to make friends with people. And it was, I remember I was shitting it going down though. I was yeah. so nervous because I get in an anxious state before because, you know, you're there going like, you're putting yourself out there and you're afraid that people won't like you because like, it's like you're going to be in like, trying to my friends there and what if they don't like me and all that is still going through your head yeah I know and it's harder when you're older but like I always say to myself they're not going to come looking for me like there's no one going to come there's to me there's no good knock at your door like no. want to play like you post to play? I, I have to do it myself which yeah. I did yeah. and then there's other kind of groups and stuff that I've gotten involved with like there was meetups and again I'd be shitting it before I go to it and everything because you're meeting all these new people and like you're looking at people and you're kind of going what's she like no that one and it's kind of like oh hi what's your name and all yeah. this kind of stuff but it does get easier but like I've made friends with people now who will be my friends for life yeah they're brilliant you know yeah. and any kind of events that are on or anything they're amazing getting to know people and seeing what they're all about and meeting up with them again and like it is all about putting yourself out there pushing yourself out of your comfort zone but I think when it comes to the toxic friends like I was friends with a girl for oh god was it 16 17 years and she just turned on me she just turned on me I've mentioned the story before on my Instagram I was so upset because I kept on thinking we're friends for like 17, 18 years and what's after happening here but I think she loved 
when I was kind of the ideas of moving to London and I was actually getting my confidence back and I wanted this like dream career that I always and wanted. And you were chasing a dream. And like, I was chasing yeah. a dream. And then when I started that kind of attitude, she didn't like that. She hated that. And then she started turning on me, trying to knock me and stuff like that. And then she stopped speaking to me and I tried to like make friends with her. And I was like, we're friends for 18 years. I don't get what, what's up. And then I kind of looked back and I was like, oh my God, she just loved, she, she was big into me when I was not in my best places. Mm. But then when I started to grow and start to try and achieve things she didn't like it that's what she didn't like then yeah and now I actually look back and I'm kind of like I don't think we'd actually anything in common either but I was grieving the friendship for all those years of course it would. it's worse than a breakup worse than a breakup but then I kind of look like and I'm kind of like I think of all the people who've come into my life since yeah you know what I mean and again the likes of you Christine Tara Miriam all of those girls and as well. talking about Tara actually do you know how we became friends how so our girl again another great way of making friends is you know through children the school gate yeah. the school acti- or activities whatever so our little girls were doing the same it's like a dance class thing so my Erin Rose wouldn't go in so she dragged me and Erin Rose I was like mom, please come in so I'm in there anyways I fucking dancing to Elsa there was big windows I know Elsa right I mean there were all the little four year olds out dancing away to Elsa and there was big windows so all the other parents would normally sit in the car and did see everyone dance all the little kids dancing I'm big glute then in the middle of yeah. the doing my Elsa dance so Tara was outside and she was like, she was looking in anyways at me doing my dance and she's like, the poor fucker. <laughs> so she got Pity into in her, Pity in me? She's sitting in her car looking at me. She ran over to Costa Coffee and got me a coffee. She's like, I didn't even know what coffee she drinks or whatever, oh, got wow. me a coffee. So when I came out there from my dance class with all my new best friends, four-year-olds, she's just standing there with a coffee. She goes, you need this. I started wow. crying. I was bawling. So hysterical. Kind. I was like, oh my God, thank you so much. That kind of gesture, you won't forget that. I'll never forget it. She goes, give me your number now. She said, my little girl is in Erin's class and she said, let's arrange a play date. Yeah. And she said, that way then Erin will run in next week with her, yeah. the small one. And we did and we met down at the playground and the two girls then became friends and then Erin Rose had no problem going in because she did a little buddy. That's fab. It's a game changer. Like, I know Tara is one of your best friends. Now she's one of my best friends. Wow. And yeah. do you know what's funny? I was working in Good Morning Britain there the other day and then I'm only in there and out there since January and I'm kind of other places as well so I'm not in there full time but yeah. like there was two girls came up to me and like do you want to come for lunch with us and I was kind of I felt like I was back in school. Yeah. And I was like really? And they were like yeah what's wrong with you? But I was like I was like this is so important as well going for lunch with your work colleagues as well because yeah. you know you spend your half your life at work and stuff like yeah. that so I was I was like oh my god these are my friends here now at yeah. work as well you know and it is hard you have to put yourself out there and I know probably in rural places it probably is even more harder because like in cities and stuff there's like Girl Crew Cork Girl Crew Dublin mm. there's a group in London Irish Dolls in London it's all Irish girls who meet up yeah. and it's incredible yeah. so but there are ways and means and I think as well you know there could be someone that you make friends with this year who will end up being your friend for life whereas someone you met in 1990 you know you've nothing in common with them anymore because you just stuff your, your lives going yeah and there's nothing wrong with that nothing. either and you need to remember that as well but as for toxic friends I think we all have a certain few in our life but like they say you are the average of your five if you look around at the five people you're around with mm see what they're like like there's a, the saying show me show me your friends and tell you where it is I fucked so with a friend yeah. like you <laughs> should be fucking yeah. delighted with a fucking friend like me you cheeky bitch I, 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 I wonder no am I in your five probably not 
If remember people days are top, oh, your top, like top five. Your top, top five. Top ten. That was terrible trying to Oh that was awful. Oh my god, that was That terrible. was another thing that would be a big fallout it's, like at the back. Yeah, you'd see like you have her up there now. Yeah, and then you might get them with someone and you he'd be your number one or whatever. Yeah. And then your bestie would be ringing you be like, Come here. Yeah. yeah. Oh But then when you see days. as well someone online kinda of go, Oh my best friend, and you're kinda of like, What was I your fucking best I know, friend? how dare you? I always get away with it because I always say my best friend is my sister. Oh, so yeah, I get away like, with that yeah. and she says the same about me and we are the best of friends. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, you can kind of pick and choose then you know, it's it's just hard if you're like, oh, she's my best friend and then like you're up on Instagram then saying the other one is your best friend so I just say, yeah, my best friend is my sister. So. Yeah, yeah. That's- Actually, where do you have your debs? Rochestown Park Hotel. Oh yeah, we did it in um, Silver Springs. Oh, lovely. Uh, yeah, yeah. The yeah. bus up. The bus up, yeah. <laughs> and that morning, I'd write mine for myself, right, sexy black and white silk dress. I was only 17 and I got a fake ID. Oh and when I went God. up, I gave him my fake ID. He goes, and what's your date of birth? I, I never fucking remember. Never. I was the date of Oh, birth. no, what I happened? Band, got the band I couldn't drink. Well, I was still going to drink. And oh, yeah, of course. Hard, you were like. going to get the... Yeah, I took a girl to mine. Did you? Your yeah. friend, was that? I took, yeah, because I was going out with a guy at the time, a fellow who actually ghosted me to, for like real. Yeah. And I was like, for some reason, I was like, I'm not going to see, be going out with him in a few years. I don't want him in my pictures. So me and a lovely girl, Stephanie, went. Oh, lovely. And we a ball. I was actually after doing my leave certain, I was only after getting like 225 points. Yeah. And I went around telling them all, I had gone to a different school, tutorial school, but I'd done nothing. Yeah. And I went around telling them all, yeah, 470. Probably law I'll do, but I was back repeating the next year. Yeah. <laughs> Total lies. <laughs> Total lies. But anyway, here we are now. Any other listeners who want to get involved just about friends? Because everyone, it affects everyone, friendship, especially as you get older and then you find out who your real, real friends are. So send us an email, leftonredpod22 at gmail.com or message us on Instagram, leftonredpod. And actually, another way to meet friends is through Bumble. Yeah. You can actually set it to just meet friends instead of a fellow or a girlfriend or whatever. So, and, and obviously that's, I didn't realise that that was in Ireland as well. So that's an amazing way mm. to do it. So handy. Do you have to be single though to do that? I don't know. How no, because I might tell that girl who had been on to me. To get onto Bumble. To get onto Bumble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I was just actually opening up my Bumble here and a guy who I did go on a date with before. He's handsome. Isn't he handsome? He's lo- Where's he from? How did you ma- Is he Dublin? Don't that you fucking match with him now. Is he Dublin? I, I sh- <laughs> is he Bumble or two? No. Like, well, he's in know. Kilkenny but he's from Kerry. If he listens to this he'll know. But I was meant to meet up him the last time I was home. Like I was with him before. I had to ask him for had we shifted each other and he was like yeah can you not remember. So I met him during the pandemic. I know him for years. He's one of these guys like how is he not married or going out with someone? I Like he's handsome. So I am going to swipe right obviously he mightn't come up now because you know the way I'm only in the country a couple of hours yeah and see if he likes me or not oh no he hasn't (laughs) awkward 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 after all (laughs) prick don't be fucking messaging me on Instagram so man but he's the one actually who sees everything on my Instagram and you know like you know we're like on Instagram yeah, like uh, the Wild. dating, the wildness, and all this, the no makeup on. I've often said to him before, and you're still into me, so maybe he's not anymore. But anyway, I Ask, will give me your phone. Let me Tinder tales, let, Tinder tales, Tinder tales. Okay. So we are swapping phones. phones. Here we go. I can't wait to see yours. Okay, I match up in a bumble. <laughs> What's this? Is that your bumble? bumble as well? Yeah, I don't have the Tinder at the moment. Okay. I'll go back on it. I'll go back on it. Right. That's for research purposes. Oh, yes. This is your bumble. So am I not going near the top ones? No, you can. All right. Okay. So we're going to Brendan. Okay. Julie's match. Brendan. He's only all right. He was a certain type. Oh, Julie. No. Let me see no. him. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Oh, Julie. Anyway, okay, so Julie says, hey, this is actually on St. Patrick's Day. Hi, Julie. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Up to much. Julie says, just going to the local parade. I'm very hungover. What about you? He comes back and says, same, heading to the parade here. Thankfully, I'm not hungover. Tomorrow could be a different story. Laughing emoji. And Julie says, (laughs) are you marching in it? (laughs) <laughs> See if you were a man No and you were asking me That kind of shit I'd love that I'd be like Oh my god he, He's brilliant uh, He says I am not Julie does laugh emojis And a dancing emoji Watch you work as W-A-T Did I ask that What do you yeah, work just, as Yeah just Watch you work as And then Brendan replies Saying you're wearing the green And then he says I'm a sports performance analyst In you And in Julie I'll wear the green t- Alright What the fuck is that She says <laughs> Then he says, I watch sport and give feedback to players and coaches. And Julie, what do you do? Leave Let him on, on red. red. Oh, Brilliant. Stop. Who are you reading out for me? Oh my God. All right. I have Who this guy. This? I'm going to call him Sean. Okay. Show me which one it is. I can't even remember what I said to him. Come on, go boy. On, go on, on Seanie boy. Go on. Okay. So because it's Bumble, Brenda had to text him first. And she says, I don't know what it is about you, but you look fairly familiar. <laughs> okay. Fuck's sake. Then he says, weird, as I don't recognise you. <laughs> where in Cork are you from? And you says, the Cork to Kerry border, where are you from? I'm from Liverpool, but have family in Mallow. You says, oh, fab, I'm only 30 minutes away from Mallow. Small world. And he <laughs> left you on Did red. Did he leave me on red? Yeah. How dare he? Who does he think he is? Cheek of him. Uh, Will I read out another one? Yeah, go on. Oh my God, all right, I have one. Okay, one. I have another one. Let's call him Tim. Right. So Brenda messages him. First, you had me at the whole sense of humour bit. I hope you're a funny one and not dreary like the others. <laughs> Tim replies, morning, Brenda. Um, Not just funny, but really funny. Thank you very, very much. What did I say back? And then no, he, he says more. You look amazing in your photos. Gorgeous smile, by the way. And then he says again, so where's our first road trip going to take us? Then you reply, L-O-L. I need a laugh. Always up for a laugh. You better have some good shitty jokes. Where are you? I live in. Where are you living? I suppose you meant to say. And I'll plan the road trip that way. Oh my God, he's after writing back a podcast to you. Okay, laughing is the best. Good for the soul and always confesses the untrained that my laughter lines are are in fact wrinkles. Lad. Who's this fella again? I can't show me a picture of him. This fella. Oh my God, the, the copper. He's a policeman. Is he a yes. copper? Yes. Then he, all right. I have a few shitty jokes and even the good ones turn out to be rubbish when I get them wrong. I'm quite sarcastic too, but in a jokey way. Never hurtful. I'm from South London originally, so I don't mind the Barrow Boy accent, but live in Manchester now. So road trip could be around here. I'll treat you to some scones and ice cream. He was actually, I was actually going meeting him. For scones and ice cream. And then I was actually going meeting him and I chickened out of it. I chickened out of it. I, could, I couldn't meet him. Why? 
I don't know. I just got really nervous. I was I met my brother earlier in the day and I was going to meet him after and then he was kind of, he thought I was a time waster and he was like, oh, we'll just leave it. No. And I still think about him the odd time because he was a bit of a laugh. I know he's going on there, but he was a bit of a laugh and he was a copper as and well. And he was chatty as well. He was chatty. Nice. He did a nice London accent as well. Yeah. Yeah, what will be, what will be, will be. That's it. That's yeah. It, so that's yeah. it for our Tinder Tales. Yeah. Okay, so are you smarter than your five-year-olds? Question number one, and you should know this because Fionn is a big fan. Who is the football manager of Liverpool? Oh, he's a... What does it begin with? Or is it Roderick? I'm not giving you no hints. Come on, Um, you should know this now. You're buying him a load of stuff. You're buying him a load of uh, Liverpool merchandise. Yeah, and all I know is Salah. I don't know, Rodrigo. Who the fuck is Rodrigo? <laughs> is that not his name? No, no, the manager. Rodrigo? No, not really. Jurgen Klopp. I would never got that. You're, oh, like, Klopp. Yeah, yeah he's actually really good looking as well for yeah, his age. I, I actually know him now. Yeah, no, he's probably a bit too I wouldn't young. have got the first name. Yeah. So what is 12 by 12? You would have learned your timetables in national school, primary school. 12 by 12. 12 multiply by 12, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> don't even think about getting your phone out to do multiply. 11 multiplied by 12 is a. I don't know. 144. Okay. So that's a zero out of two. <laughs> How many days in a leap year? Oh. You're thinking of that poem now in your head, aren't you? No, I didn't even know what the poem. How many, day, how many days, days in a year? September. How many days are in a year? How many days? I should have asked you that. How many days in a year? 30. 30? 30, 30. 30, 60. 90. 100 Oh no I give up 300 366 in a leap year Who is the owner of Meta which is like Facebook and all that Who's the owner Did they do a movie about him Yeah The young fella Yeah But he's young Yeah he's probably Was he in college when he Yes Oh my god No I'll go for the main guy that we all know What does his name begin with again M Michael Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, Mark Zuckerberg, yeah. Right, okay, you're going to have to get this one. You're going to have to fucking get this now or the friendship is over. (laughs) Spell my surname. Oh, fuck's sake. Julie, come on. Come on. D-E-N-N-E-E-E-1-E-H-Y. No, like, you did do two E's. (laughs) You did do two E's. I was just testing you to see if you were I just don't get it. It's written like... Left on red, presented by Julie Haynes and Brenda Dinehy. You see it all the time. You see it all the time. You see my name come up on Instagram. You see it everywhere. Everywhere. Like, spell my surname. So that is a grand total of zero out of five. So you are most definitely not smarter than your five-year-olds. I want you to actually ask Fiona and Aaron Rose. Actually, I think ask them how many days in a year and see if they know. <laughs> and, and send me on a video. I bet you they'll know. And Fionn will know about Jurgen Klopp. Your man Klopp, yeah. Yeah, oh, you'll know. So funny. you are officially not smarter than your five-year-olds. Lovely. Lovely. Okay, and on that note, I am going home to study some books. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Like, I don't, can you spell my first name? B-R-E-N-D-A. Okay, great. I thought you were going to say B-R-I-N-D-A. <laughs> so for Brenda and me, Julie Haynes, thank you so much for our listening. And don't forget to like and subscribe. Chat to you all next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.